Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Oh, oh, oh. 
Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Wow. What a history. Wow. What a history. What a history. I'm checking this out. I'm checking. (laughs) Yours is always so much better. I'm checking this out. (laughs) I'm checking this out. Wow. What a history. Tonight we say goodbye to September and we enter the harvest. Of October. 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 Uh, All Hallows Eve is coming up. All Hallows Eve. It's Paymon's month to shine. Do you have any ideas? The veil between... The living and the dead? Is being lifted. And we're more in touch with the spirits than ever before. Mm -hmm. And I feel it. With one of the ten kings of hell. Yeah. What's your... Do you have any ideas? Well, I thought I was going to be the act with Tony. (laughs) (laughs) I can't watch that show. It's... It's harrowing. I saw the the doc Mommy Dead and Dearest. I saw that and I was like, nope. It truly is such a good show. Like at first, like the first episode, I was like, this show is cheesy and lame but Krisha's then, in it huh isn't Krisha in it Krisha Fairchild is she yeah she plays like a doctor in it who's like I think like why she's like really an older woman I would have to rewatch because I don't remember I like, think I read I, when I, I read I don't the cast. know her face well enough to like yeah. be able to place it you watch Krisha right yeah talk about a horror movie please that's a great horror movie for October it is a great horror movie it's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen yeah it's a great. Everyone watched Krisha. Trey Edward Schultz directed it. It's truly incredible. It was it's his a, first movie. It's a story of addiction, but it is basically formatted like a horror movie. Al Anon addiction, like everything. Yeah, it's wild. And that was, I think, a maybe movie I can only watch once. Yeah, but I th- I think about it all the time. It was yeah. It was it's it's a brutal. It's about like just a woman going home to her family on Thanksgiving and trying to reconnect with her estranged son. Yeah. And he filmed it with his actual family. Yeah. Which is crazy. His aunt played his mom and his mom played his aunt, who's like his guardian. Mm-hmm. And it was just beautiful. And yeah, she's a Krisha. The soundtrack is insane. I know. Oh, what a movie. And then what? he did. What a movie. What a movie. I'm checking this out. I interviewed him <gasps> on the phone. Mm. He was cool. You know what I need to do? What is, What are his other movies? He did that movie, It Comes at Night, which is oh, fucking fuck. horrifying. Yeah, that movie was really good. Riley Keogh is in it. Mm-hmm. Who's in a new movie coming called The Lodge. Finally. When yeah. is that out? I, I thought it was supposed month. to be out. I think it's out next month. <sighs> we'll go see it. Yeah. Scary. I'm ready to see Joker. You know what? Are you taking a Joker pass? No, I think... I was like, I'm not seeing that movie, and now I I saw a trailer from it for it. Uh, what movie did I? See? Oh, I saw Ad Astra. Oh yeah, which was that would really kill it, your Joker boner. But I saw the trailer for it, and I just I turned to Simon and I said, I want to see that. I've I didn't know Robert De Niro's in it. Yeah, I'm a huge Joaquin Phoenix stan. It kind of seems like the King of Comedy that Scorsese movie. Oh yeah, so I mean, the- it is kind of like a vibe like that. Yeah. Um, one Halloween to bring it back to a Halloween costume, I dressed up as Joaquin from "I'm Still Here," <laughs> <laughs> which was maybe one of my best costumes ever. Maybe I'll be Rooney Mara. What if I was Joaquin and you were Rooney? Mm-hmm. You have like a Rooney energy that you do. I pull off, yeah. Wow, like you have like that. You kind of. Look- 
But if you had like a wig with longer hair and you do like, you make your faces and you do scary eyes like Rooney does, where she's just like scared of everything. I always have a feeling that Kate Mara, wherever she walks into like the room that Rooney's supposed to be in, she's like Rooney, and then she's like, you, "I'm coming in the room, Rooney." And you hear you hear Rooney. <laughs> she announces her. <laughs> she's like Rooney. Don't get scared because one time she scared Rooney so bad. But I can see her being like Rooney, and then all of a sudden you hear, "I'm not here," and you turn, and Rooney's behind like a curtain, mm-hmm. and her feet are sticking out. Yeah, and Kate's like Rooney. I'm not coming out. Kate Mara was in a bunch of my bar method classes for a while when I really? used to do bar on the on the regular. Yeah, this was like five or six years ago. Wow. But I was just like, wow, it's Kate Mara. I love when really talented actors come from billionaire families. I know. It's great. I love Rooney. But there are, I actually love Rooney. And journey uh, from and being Kate. raised in like a succession level mm-hmm. wealth to being like... Hmm. Being like, like a great actor. Yeah, being a great actor and engaged to Joaquin, my I know. king. Kate's a great actress. She's great. Isn't she married to Jamie Bell? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Remember what when she life. was in Brokeback? Yes. As their daughter? Oh my God, I she forgot was so that. so good. She was really good. My daddy's not the marrying kind. What about... But Rooney in Girls of Dragon Tattoo is amazing. Yeah. And obviously Carol. Carol, duh. Carol yeah. killed me. What about, though, their, that Passion of the Christ movie, or Mary Magdalene? Oh, I think that movie, just, like, came and went with no one yeah, watching it. I think they slipped it under the cracks, because it kind of had, like, a whitewash. Hmm. They all realized that they'd gone too problematic with the, the whole thing. The best thing about that movie was that photo of her smoking a cig under the <laughs> Under the cross. <laughs> yeah. God. She's amazing. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm, Joker looks good. I like Zazzy Beats. Yeah. The co-star. The, like the, I think his love interest in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've just been on a real Joker tip, but I am af- I'm kind of afraid to see it in theaters. Why? I'm afraid of like mass shootings. Oh. Like that's the first time I've ever felt like, oh, like me, like because the Dark Knight or yeah. The Dark Knight Rises. Wasn't that a big mm-hmm. mass shooting? I don't know. It just seems like... God, remember that? The Aurora shooting? Yeah. That was horrifying. Anyway, we're not we're not going down that road. But no, but I'm just No, I, I agree. It's like, weird. I've never really thought that before, before like wanting to go somewhere. But this is like, I'm I mean, go. This is going to be dark, but like every time I go to a movie, I think I have a moment where I'm like... Like when we saw Midsommar mm-hmm. in the Arclight, we're in that huge theater. I was just like someone could do this right now yeah i always have that thought yeah but it's a possibility but yeah i mean i think there's a lot of out there's there seems like there's some backlash against it already because it's like people are saying he's like an incel in the movie i know and that's why i'm think i feel like incels could get like really mad and then like want to go do something yeah I'm into it. It seems like a really cool movie. I like that the like people are getting mad at the director or being like Todd Phillips. Yeah, they were like you're encouraging like violence with this movie, which is like you need to really get a grip if you're blaming like a director of a movie for like <sighs> I mean people being violent. Like you really actually need to take a step back, find something to sit on, and sit down. Preaching to the choir. And like he was like, it's not our job to like no movie and tv can't like i mean they can't actually can't 
do that. I wrote on a show that you uh, like. I know you get it. Like I'm like, please. What incites violence more is being able to like go into a store and like buy a gun. Yeah, and like, yeah, I'm, I can't. Anyways, anyway, but I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it too. Um, there's another. I feel like there's another good horror movie coming out. Oh, there's that Shining sequel. Which no, that's a hard pass for me. Bad. It's terrible, but the book is really good. Really? Mm-hmm. I read the book and it was really good. It's a good, actually, a really good book about like addiction and well, how a, the it, Shining was. Yeah, but like it gets really deep and like family patterns and stuff and like how it affects people. I really loved it. Family disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I feel like his movies are always a hit or, or his books are always a hit or miss when they're turned into movies. Yeah. Pet Cemetery was a miss. Oh. Pet Cemetery was honestly It was it was not good. Yeah. That was like not okay. <laughs> I was I Everyone was, though thinks the wild thing is that like everyone involved with that movie th- is thinking it's a hit because it made a lot of money. But really, they should be ashamed of themselves. I was really excited to see it. And I, yeah. There was, was not one good thing about that movie. It's such a horrifying premise. Yeah. There were like, there was one part that was really creepy when, I mean, there were some parts that were scary, but I think overall I was like. It was jump scares. It was all like yeah, something the, like, bleh. it wasn't like re- lingering terror which is what i look for yeah when i walk into like a horror movie experience and his books are such lingering terror yeah i want to be haunted. wait for the stand i want to be haunted for days and mm. weeks months and potentially years after seeing something scary if you want to read his short you've read his short stories right oh yeah full dark nor no stars is a classic what's that that's a collection of short oh, stories i, didn't read that one. His. I read oh, monkey shine it's really good What's the raft? I don't think I've read that one. Oh, or longer than you think, or the jaunt. The jaunt. It's about a family that's teleporting to Mars. It's like the new transportation. Oh, I don't think I've read that one. It's really scary. Okay, wait. What's longer some... before dark? Full dark, no stars. It's think... actually like a lot of stuff of his that's been made into movies is in that book. I'll read it. It's really good. I love him on Twitter. I love him in general. He doesn't have a cell phone. He's a real one. My dad's best friend, they went to some, him and his wife went to some murder mystery. Mm-hmm. And she was pregnant at the time and Stephen King was hosting it. Like it was like a murder dinner thing. Love. And he went up to her and said, all he said was, when's the baby due? And she screamed. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. He's pretty ghoulish. I always want to know like what he... And then his Twitter is sweet. He just like, takes photos of his dog. Does he have a corgi? Mm-hmm. I love that. He's been with his wife. Him and his wife have been married for like 50 years. Or They've something. been together forever. He just like writes every day. And God, has, like this has so much money. So much money. He has like a billion dollars. Yeah. Like an ungodly amount of money. He's amazing. He deserves it. He also like doesn't get enough credit for being a great, like he's prolific, but he doesn't get prolific and great. And I think his greatness 
is reflected in the fact that he can write for anyone. Like you can be an intellectual and read his work and get something out of it. Or you can be truly dumb and read his work and get something out of it. And I think that that's a real, that's talent. talent. Yeah. He churns good quality stuff out. His characters are amazing. He knows exactly how to like turn like someone into a monster that you would not expect. Like he's just, He's so good at like seeing what people will do in like extreme situations, mm-hmm. like the mist or like I can't wait for the stand. What is that on? CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. Whoopi's in it. Love that. Sold me. All right. And Fair. Alexander Skarsgård is playing Randall Flag. Oh, okay. It's gonna be great. Wow. All right. Yeah. I'm thinking again. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a step back and thinking about back stand. And think about it. Wait, what's going on in Gwyneth news? Okay. So Gwyneth, I watched an interview today with, she's in that show, The Politician, which yeah. I started watching. It's pretty, Is it good? It's, yeah, it's good. Okay, I, have I need to, to watch I've it. I've only watched like half of the first episode. But. I'm just in, in Mad Men mode. So this is, I think, where I'm going to be for like the net, for the remainder of 2019 yeah i think it's just gonna be devoted to mad men i did the whole series in a few months so i got it yeah so like how i was at the beginning of the year talking about sopranos we're about to revisit that era except with just mad men which i realized is sopranos it is because i mean he was on sopranos he was matthew weiner oh 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 right right right. yeah i think about john him but like the stories lines for the main characters like first and second season i was like this is literally sopranos i'm not mad at it it's homework yeah um uh so gwyneth was on promoting the politician on today's show with savannah guthrie she's like a main character on that show yeah she plays the mom of ben platt who's like it's like the show is it's like election basically mm-hmm. okay so that's the vibe i was yeah getting. i mean it's it's cool there's like a it's good uh, I, yeah um and gwyneth is being interviewed with savannah and she, it's the interviews already when they something must have happened i don't know but there was a vibe that gwyneth was just not into savannah yeah in this interview like hmm. she just could not give her the time of day Maybe and, they've met before. Yeah, there, there was some... In the Hamptons and something left a bad taste in Gwyneth's mouth. Yeah, it, it felt like weird. And like, I mean, we were talking about how she did that Jenny McCarthy interview at the Emmys last week. Mm-hmm. And Jenny McCarthy was like bizarre and was like, I love The Handmaid's Tale. Don't you love that? And Gwyneth goes, I love it. Jenny, I think, thought, got confused and thought that Brad Falchuk w- wrote yeah. The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. And then Gwyneth was like, made a face at the camera, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Gwyneth is like, does not care at all anymore. Gwyneth is done with like trying to pretend she cares. Yeah. Which I, I love. love. So, did you read all that about her that she like a long takedown of Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. I love that. Well, Savannah, at one point, she was like, you uh, behind the scenes were like a really big part of the Me Too movement. Like Gwyneth, Gwyneth was like, you know, she came out with her story, but she was doing a lot too behind the scenes yeah. to like help. She had apparently had all the women over for like dinner. Mm-hmm. So like, she's been like a great advocate for that, but the interview was just weird. And like Gwyneth was kind of just like, mm-hmm. and at one point she was like, you know, I, how do you find time to act? It seems like goop is your whole life. And then Gwyneth goes, it sure is. It sure is. I'll sh- I'll, sh- I'll play the clip. Gwyneth is not having it. No. My worst fear would be for her to it sure is me. 
for her to do this, I'll, sh- I'll play the sound bite. It sure is. Goop seems to be your whole life. It sure is. It sure is. Yeah. Goop seems to be your whole life. It yeah. sure is. It sure is. Yeah. And her face, it sure is. Like. She's unhappy. Something hath happened. I had to turn it off because I was actually. Because Savannah looked like she was like nervous. Savannah's about to throw up. Yeah. Also, like her shrill voice being like, yeah. Like, you know, when you just yeah. like are going into like say like save yourself primal mode. survivor yeah. mode You're total primal <laughs> survivor you're just like an animal in the wild yeah gwyneth gwyneth doesn't have time for that no but i love that it sure, it sure is. is it sure is it sure is withering Mm-mm. but i just love that this year i feel like gwyneth has really just embraced her her myth this year she's hit her stride she was talking about they were savannah was like you know you kind of became a meme after the emmys for the way you walked out on stage in that oh, yeah. dress and she was like you know i she laughed she was like <laughs> and she goes <laughs> <laughs> this has a sense of humor she goes she goes yeah i saw it i don't you know i felt like i was walking normally but you know there was no slit in the back of the dress but you know if people want it's like she's like people just are gonna worship me no matter what so i might as well just have a sense of humor about it. She's like that on her podcast too, where like people will bring up how much goop was hated on and still gets hated on over the years. And she's just like, yeah, it's like that happens when people come out against it just means that we're really onto something. And I was just like, God, how are you so strong? Someone says like one rude thing about me and I'm literally like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> KMS. <laughs> and like, I'm KMS. Well, she, she, uh, I, I think she's just like, she, a beacon of hope. Well, I think, I think Hollywood wanted her to be like the sweetheart, like kind mm-hmm. of prim for so long. And I feel like it just, she just kind of got tired of it. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Right. Mm-hmm. She won her Oscar. She was like, she did all these movies. She played the game for a while, and then she created a new game. She really... Yeah, she's like the forerunner of all that li- yeah, lifestyle. She's a fucking trailblazer. My tiny miracle, Tracy Anderson. Mm. I mean, that video I watch once a year. Of the her one of them. Yeah. That was a crucial... In her private, like, workout yurt. Mm-hmm. Where she just, like, hops around. With the ribbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hop- it's just like a a prancing in place but like very specific dance moves Mm -hmm. tracy's still going tracy fully goes 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 yeah she's got a lot of clients still tracy will never stop are she and gwyneth still friends oh yeah gwyneth's like a huge investor in tracy anderson method god she has so much money i know fuck um and she and her husband like live in separate houses i love that they're hot together. Too. They are really hot. They're a good couple. They love each other. They love each other. Did you he, read his? Yeah. Yeah. It was really his sweet. post to her on her birthday. It was great. And then you sent me that photo of her Blythe and Apple. And I actually screamed in my kitchen as I looked at that. And it was rare. Just. Yeah. Blythe gasped, screamed, then immediately texted it to you. I'm happy that Blythe was in the photo because I feel like. Sometimes Blythe gets... I feel like their relationship has been a little touch and go at moments. Yeah. But I love seeing the three generations 
together. Like just more beautiful than the next. Yeah. Truly, how do they do it? Do you think Blythe just looks at Apple and goes, my work here is done? Mm-hmm. I wanna, That's how I, I would feel if I was a grandmother and Apple was my granddaughter. I still want to write a movie about Dakota and Apple's... Relation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's still with Chris. I know. They split, but then they're back together. They got infinity tattoos. You can't keep true love down. No. And Dakota ma- and Apple are just like going to get smoothies. You can like, like talk to me about around. anything. Mm-hmm. She says to Apple. Yeah. You know, you can really just talk to me about whatever. Yeah, I'm not your mom. And she's like, yeah, I know you're not my mom. No, I bet Apple loves her. I bet Apple loves her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a good relationship. Yeah. They're just chill. That's like the best relationship to be in. God. Is like, if you can just have like a cool stepmom that's really young, that's yeah. like close in age to you. And famous. And famous. Who just wants to like take you out and get smoothies and, and you can like, be like barefoot and she'll hold the dog and like carry the smoothies. And go to like Malibu Country Mart. Yeah. That's Love. a dream. Yeah. I wish that was my stepmom situation. But things you took had a, a cool bit of stepmom. a different turn. <laughs> you had a cool stepmom just No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> um but yeah, Gwyneth is just not She's unbothered. But I love her. I love her in like a, a, a you know, satire role. Yeah. But I want I want to see Gwyneth in like a gritty crime, like sharp object series. I know. I don't know if she'll do that. No. I would love a like a spinoff of Iron Man, but her character. Yeah. Because her and Iron Man 3, and I haven't seen the Avengers, whatever that movie was, but someone was like, you need to see it because Gwyneth is amazing in it. And I don't doubt that. She's pretty amazing in all those movies. But they have like, great chemistry. Her in... Iron Man 3 was like she morphed into a true action hero and I would love for her to like continue that like I would love for her to be in like a Terminator movie yeah oh Dark Fate is when coming is out Dark Fate coming November. out November everything's so wait. far away Mackenzie Arnold posted a photo of him and Linda for her birthday and they were like posing together in Terminator 2 like showing their guns off love god okay I'm just going to say this. What? I'm extremely darked out by Catherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt. Join the fucking club. He posted something recently where he oh was my God, like, that was that like rhyme thing. And he's like, we are all his children. He and I was wrote like, a poem. I'm like, arrest him. Yeah. The the minute, citizens, arrest. citizens arrest. Like I'm Jody Foster and sounds of the lambs pointing the gun mm-hmm. in the basement. Yeah. Hands up. Like I was just like, he arrest forever for that poem that was i he is he terrifies me he he freaks me out he's christian propaganda he is so sinister to me and i think he's really scary and you know hate on me if you want for saying this but like i i truly am chilled to the bone by chris pratt i think he's really creepy and when he goes on like a late night talk show and they let him talk about like christian values on tv i'm like excuse me yeah I know, like, freedom of speech, but, like, this is fucked up. Like, you're letting, like, he's an evangelical Christian Mm -hmm. who belongs to a church that hates gay people and trans people. My mom finally figured out, like, what Hillsong is. Like, she read an article about it. And then she was like, I read an article about that Hillsong. And I was like, huh. And then she goes, are you a millennium? (laughs) And I... 
are you a millennium are you a millennium and i was like yes <laughs> you just go with it i just went with it i love that i was like she finally heard about millennials are you a millennium are you a millennium yes yeah i contain it mm-hmm. no i mean hillsong no, is he's truly and i've talked about this too on babe so any crossover readers know my feelings but i'm fine to say it again and again he is true he's just a he's propaganda he's scary and he he lives they're making a they're gonna try and run for office I think so. yeah he's gonna do some ronald reagan kind of shit i think he 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 talks about like how he, they live in a farm together in like montecito and like they like raise goats they raise sheep and goats and they, he he eats the diet that like david in the bible that and, like, was i was like you need to Stephen colbert was like whoa okay <laughs> like Stephen Colbert was very polite in that interview, but I mean, he's probably a nice guy, but like, he's scary. Yeah, but I'm like, get a grip. Yeah, but I do not tell me that I am his child. Yeah. We are not all his child. Like, what? That's actually presumptuous and rude. People have called him out too about like, his church, like, I think they've like kicked gay people out of, or, or they have some like doctrine. There's something in like the fine print that says like they don't support gay marriage or something, and he mm-hmm. it's like, and Catherine Schwarzenegger, they like uh, whatever. It's, she's a child bride. She's an author. She is. That's what her bio says. Wow. Isn't she like twenty years old? She's like twenty-seven. I think. Oh, she's like still too young. She's. I don't think she's thirty. I thought she was like in her early 20s. Maybe. I don't trust him one bit. I'm just happy for Anna Faris. Yeah. I love Anna Faris. Mm-hmm. She's fucking cool. Live. She's living, live, laughing, laugh, love. and loving. Good for her. She's yeah. Like, she's- I don't trust anyone that goes through a full body like no. metamorphosis. He was created in a lab. Then becomes like a diehard Christian. I'm like, there's something ar- awry. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling the police. I'm afraid of him, and I'm calling the police. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna both call the police on Chris Pratt. Citizens arrest. The minute I, I see let's that go capital, to Montecito and yeah. arrest him. The minute I see that capital H, nope. Mm-mm. I go like this. Carrie's wagging his finger. No. 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 I won't be checking that out. I won't be checking him out. Um, <sighs> speaking of. Speaking of sinister characters, <laughs> okay, guys, we needed to be in Miami over the Art Basel weekend to make a series of citizen arrests. Okay, so they're still so we're on the penultimate episode of Gallery Goals, guys. It's been a journey. It's been a journey and went by too fast. I, I was I I kind of was depressed when I saw we only had one left. I know, me too. But, I was, but we'll figure something out. We'll do. You know what? I'm not worried about it. We us. always have a trick up our sleeves. A don't trick we? or two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Basel um, rages on. Basel's continuing. It's nearing Basel its end. It's just a continuum. Yeah. Basel's going on for like. Basel started years. and never stopped. It's no. the 100 years war. This episode was like. I feel like the producers were having some fun with like camera shots because mm-hmm. they were like doing weird like artsy like angles and like slow zooms. And because we come in on the EOC girls, they're at their truly scary hotel that hotel is a nunca for I, me. I wrote that that hotel i i know i'm going to die alone in that hotel you're gonna die <laughs> you will die mysteriously and, and just be face down in the pool yeah 
and not be found for a while and miami pd will kind of just like shelve the case Mm -hmm. and they'll never solve it yeah so they're at the they're at the pool, but there's a slow zoom in. The three of them are at the pool. They're like it's hungover. a wide lens, and then yeah. just like slowly zooms in. It's I remember like, this. Yeah, it was like it's like the shine. It was very the shining. Just like they're talking, and as they're talking, the camera's zooming in on them. And Chantal's wearing like one of her sheer like negligee. She loves like a sheer cover up. Mm-hmm. Also, the Gallery Girls theme song is in my head. Dun dun dun. I'm a class seeker and I'm making my way in the modern world. That was an era of music where it was like kind of jazzy lady singers and like electro clash. Like do 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 like that band Carmen. Who's in Carmen? Remember that girl with like the doo wop? She had like that like like uh rockabilly hair mm-hmm. i've been saying maybe oh my god yes that was that era god so they're talking about they're it. recapping the night before and angela had like a unfortunate run-in with a fourth generation fendi mm-hmm. because she was like event photographing and then ran yeah. into like Delphina Fendi. And she asked her for her name for the photo. And she said, Delphina Femti- Fendi. Fendi. And she goes, how do you spell Fendi? And she goes, uh, Fendi. Fendi. Fourth generation Fendi. She was like, okay. Love. Love Angela not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. Love it. Can you spell that? Yeah. That was that was good. Like A plus troll. She pr- yeah. She Point was, Angela. She was trolling. Um, Amy calls them. To let them know that she has decided to invest two grand, two grand in their pop-up shop. To put on a pop-up shop for them. We cut to Amy at the this Wynwood restaurant. And there's a giant, really, uh, like, I mean, it's really, it's... Amy's, like, full event planner mode. Like, this is actually, like, the what she's born to do, maybe. Yeah. But uh, not with these ghouls. No, and, like, the tent is huge. It's huge. It's, like, a it's big, like a puffy... It's a blow-up dome. It looks like the inside of, like, an alien spaceship. Like, I don't know why. It made me think of, like, like X-Files, like, alien yeah. like, prodding and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You get- sucked into a light mm-hmm. beam and you go into like that dome yeah for sure amy goes to invest in something i believe in is a great deal yeah it's n- not a deal and they're so unmoved by it the girls are like oh wow they like are making faces at each other while they're on the phone with her being like oh, it's crazy chantal's like okay like wow and then chantal goes maybe we'll run into you tonight to i amy. love being like I'm going to give you guys $2,000 and then instead of being like, would you like to hang out later? Like maybe we'll run into you later. Yeah. And they never once said thank you to her. No. Not, n- not one of the three. Mm-mm. Not even Angela. They were like, wow, Amy, this is really nice of you. And Chantal's like, she's fully lost her mind. She goes, someone needs to check her into the loony bin. I was like, she just did something so... I was so mad. Yeah, I was I was just fuming. like, wow, you guys are like pretty evil for They're that. mean, mean people. Yeah. This is a really nice thing. That tent was cool. Like, 
I mean, it was it was it was intense. It was like it was intense, and it was like, it, look, Amy just wanted to help, and that's really nice. But I feel like the more helpful thing would have been like giving them just two k so they can pay their bills, and then like making yourself an investor in the actual store. That's true. But like, I was also imagining like from the street. Could you think you could see the dome? I don't know. I think you could. Like rising above. <laughs> I think trees. that was the point because they had no like promotion for this party. That's so actually they wanted... smart of Amy. I mean, Amy put together. I mean, she had someone building a wall. I know. They well, were like, well, they were like carpenters. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So she, maybe we'll run into you tonight. Maybe we'll run Thanks. into you later. And you know, if she'd given them $2,000 though, they would have spent it on like drugs. Yeah. And like, they would have brought like a dress. They would have brought like cocaine and like Svedka. It's so bizarre. <laughs> They're so ungrateful. They're very entitled and ungrateful. And like then to turn around and talk shit about her, like after she's done that, I just feel like it's such a bad look. They can't accept love. No. They're damaged. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of issues. They like they openly laugh and think it's hilarious when someone's being kind. They're like oh. Oh my God, you're insane. It's like, no, you're Amy's being a nice person. They think kindness is the mark of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's checking in the loony bin. Maybe we'll run into you later. Maybe we'll run into you later. <laughs> Liz and Maggie are at a gallery. Oh my God. So. And then Claudia and Chantal are there too. And then everyone just ignores each other and yeah, like walk walks in. past each other without saying anything. They like tilt their shoulders to and fro. Liz is on one in this episode. Yeah. Miami brings out the worst in her, I would say. Well, it's her native land. Mm-hmm. So she is, she wears a lot of eyeshadow. She loves like a shimmery purple eyeshadow, mm-hmm. which is really with not her, the look with no. like an eyeliner. It's a bad, it's like, orange county yeah yeah um but she instead of like muttering to herself like hate them hate them hate them fucking so so rude, rude. So, so rude. rude she's like to maggie like you know i'm gonna just end this tension i'm gonna invite them out with us tonight so she goes up to Chantel and claudia and she's like hey guys so my friend owns a club and we wanted to go there tonight and just like get a table i'm getting a table there for bottle service and you guys should join and they and Chantal literally goes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love how like easy they are to act to penetrate. Is you just have to be like, hey, I'm doing this thing where you get stuff for free. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Liz also says they're evilish. <laughs> which I, I was like, I love that. Just these evilish girls. Evilish. But and then they laugh at her for having a table. Yeah, and Claudia's like, "That is not my scene at all." <laughs> Which Claudia is like, always has something bad to say about everyone. Yeah, Claudia, you think Chantal is like the real? Because Chantal's just outwardly mean, but Claudia is like quietly very cruel. Yeah, judgy, mm-hmm. way judgier, and like above. Yeah. it all. Like how she was with Sucklord. I'll mm-hmm. never forgive her for how she treated Sucklord. No. And if someone is going to invite you, like, if you're you gonna don't want to go, say no. But also, it's like, really not your scene. Go and get free drinks. Yeah. Like, what is the what's the issue in that? Unclear. Um. 
Spencer is jealous and is flying out to Miami because Chantal has been telling him that she's flirting for free drinks and not wearing underwear. Yeah. I love a psychological torture of a boyfriend. She's just sitting in their like residence in room, just like, which I've said at a lot of residence in, so I can say that. No, you know what that's like. Mm -hmm. I have too. And she's just like going, oh my God, you're being so like, stop. And meanwhile, she's like, I'm not wearing any underwear. Mm -hmm. I made eye contact with the man while taking my underwear off at the bar. Chantal lives like if she can't do if like her, you know, she doesn't love that hotel that they're staying in and like things aren't going well. Claudia's being annoying about this pop up that she doesn't want to do. And so she's like, what can I do that will actually bring me a lot of joy? And she's like, I'm going to torture Spencer yeah. and make him question his manhood. He's flying from New York to Miami to go. Like, to just be there for like one night. To check on her. Yeah. Because she's like. Because <laughs> she's like, I took my underwear off and lost it in front of a guy. <laughs> Maybe I was flirting for drinks. And he's like, you're being he's really. Like, what are you doing? She's like, no, uh, stop. He's like, I land at 2 a.m. and you better. He's like, you need to be in the hotel room at 2 a.m. when I get there. And, and she, she wasn't. No. <laughs> Chantal does whatever she wants. No. But she's, she's sitting like, on the couch just going, stop. Stop. Uh, you're being so crazy. He's like, you're being really weird right now. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I love that. I love it. Um, So... We see Liz and her posse walking in. What's it called? Mokai? Mokai. Liz and her talking head. She goes, I'm back in the MIA and damn, it feels good to be a gangster. I was like, oh. Yeah, I, that was, I wrote that in quotes. That felt really flat to me. Um, like a, sit- a, Definitely a producer told her to say that. Yeah. Maybe not, though. Uh, Miami does something to Liz. Yeah. But like she... and. I totally forgot that she and Amy were friends in preschool. So they're like Miami girls together. Oh, yeah. yeah. They go way back. Mm-hmm. Was Amy invited to Mokai? No. <sighs> so rude. Amy Poor probably Amy. followed Liz in New York. She probably did. She was like, Liz, this girl I know is in New York. I got to go. I got to go up to the Upper East Side. Um. So they sit down at the club and I... Wasn't sure if they filmed. I feel like they filmed it when no one was there. Yeah, it was really quiet, and they just had cuts of like crazy, like <laughs> this In the dancer background. wearing like a mask and like having something flaming. And then they would cut to them at their bottle service. There was no one in the bar. It was dead silent. You could... Because every time, like, on the hills, whenever they'd be in a club, they would be shouting. Yeah. You could barely hear them. And you would hear the music, like, in the background of their vocal audio. Eventually, the club, I think, did get more crowded because, like, they were shouting by the time Chantal and Claudia got there. But, yeah, at first, it was dead. It made me feel uncomfortable to hear them, like, so... Vividly. Just like chatting. That's what I loved about the hills is like they were it felt real because they're like they're scream rasping. Yeah, and it was like this club must have been jarring to be in filming because mm-hmm. the lights of the camera are so bright. Yeah. And like in the hills, I feel like there weren't bright light cameras. No. It was just like super HD, like expensive yeah. cameras. Yeah. But they like rented like some iPhones to shoot this. Yeah. It was weird. Liz is obsessed with her dad still, and she's obsessed with like chastising people. I know she goes she holds her sobriety or her her recovery in quotes against everyone. Yeah, but she goes, "Say hello when you go to my father's warehouse." 
Like when she's talking shit about those girls to like Maggie or whoever will listen. Say hello to your father's work. Say, say hello. hello when you come to my father's say warehouse. Say hello when you go to my father's warehouse. Say hello when you go to my father's warehouse. I mean, it's so rude. So rude. Um, yeah. yeah. She's she's like Kendall on succession levels obsessed with mm-hmm. her dad. They're all obsessed with their dad in that show though. Yeah. But Kendall's... But Kendall's the most obsessed. I haven't seen last night's you'll episode. You'll see last night's and then you'll be like, wow, Kendall is obsessed. Is it good? It's good. It's like so layered. Like I was kind of stoned watching it and I was just like, whoa, like the writing on the show is so fucking good. Congrats to the writers of Succession. Congrats to the writers of Succession. Congrats to Succession. You really are doing it. I can't wait to see what the next few years brings. Please don't end the show for at least three more seasons. Please. Please, I'm begging you. We it's really need it. like the greatest show in the world. It's the best show of all time. <laughs> it really is. It's one of the great... Oh my God, I can't wait to watch it. I know. I'm excited for you. But Thank Liz you. is... Kendall. Kendall talking about her fucking dad all the time i didn't sit in clubs talking about my dad i talk about my dad to my very close friends and my therapist and that's it and that's how it should be you never scream rest about your dad say hello when you go to my father's warehouse say hello when you go to my father's warehouse why don't you when you're at my father's warehouse you better say hello to me you need to be saying hello i am greeted by every person who walks into my father's warehouse and i think it's rude i think it's so rude Maggie's like, okay. Neon lights. Um, the witches of Bushwick descend on Mokai. Oh yeah, Maggie's boyfriend Ryan is there. Yeah. With his, we'll get to him. Yeah. Yeah, the EOC girls come. They but, sit down. And everyone buries the hatchet. Yeah. And like squashes all the drama. I actually was like, I, tr- I, I was like, wow, that's like one of the most level confrontations I've ever seen in a reality show. Yeah. They were just... And it felt real. They just talked it out. Chantal was like, yeah. Liz was like, I felt like you guys were really mean when we first met. And I, I like came to your show and was like actually considering buying some stuff, which I was like, oh my God. Like they could have made... They could have. could have made their sole profit of the year in Liz. Yeah. And she was like... And then I went to say hi to you guys and you guys were like, hi. And like laughed at me. <laughs> and It's like, this is a true business 101 what not to do is yeah. everything that Chantal and claudia have done which is be very rude to potential customers yeah not show up to work alienate everyone alienate everyone and like try and take each other down and then Chantal goes you know yeah i was we were being really mean yeah and i'm really sorry that we made you feel that way which i was like wow that and, was big of her and Chantal goes and liz goes thanks i really appreciate it and then they're fine yeah it was just like the weird, like it and was. Claudia's like, Chantal's infamously mean. Yeah. And then Chantal's like, no, I'm not. Oh my, you're crazy, Claude. They love this game. And then Liz and is suddenly like, they're like hitting it off. But then they like fully go into like best friends mode. Yeah. Chantal's like, do you have siblings? Do you like silver or rose gold though? And then she goes, French and Polish. My upbringing was largely French and Polish. Yeah. Which I thought was really They funny. go really deep. Yeah. And I love that for them. Me too. I, actually, I feel like at the end of the day, they're kind of cut from the same cloth. For sure, that's why they were clashing. Because mm-hmm. they it's like game recognized game. Yeah, they're a mirror. They were like, their alarms were going off like, well, that's me. There can only be one. There can only be one of us. And then Liz was like, you know what? We can rule together. Yeah. Liz is like, you know what? My dad's a billionaire, so you, and I, you got, like, I got this. And your family isn't. Yeah. And you like free things. So... so. 
We should be friends. Yeah. And Chantal's like, cool. Do you like silver or rose gold, though? Do you like silver or rose gold? Do you have siblings? French and Polish, my upbringing. Largely my upbringing as well. Which I was like, <laughs> go okay. into that. Um, and then they leave. Yeah, eventually. as soon as the free bottles are done, the EOC yeah. girls are out of there. Which, Going like, don't blame them. On to the next party. Yeah. Um, but- Ryan and his friends start wreaking havoc at mokai and this is liz's friend's bar or club so she's like so she's like trying to be like extra respectful maggie it kind of starts with her wanting another bottle and like there's this moment where maggie's like 300 like that's not so bad like that's not and when you're when you're like bargaining in the moment for a bottle of liquor like at a club like that and you're saying like that's not so bad about three hundred dollars like you're already too lit yeah like because that is a lot of money for a bottle of alcohol even liz was like what? Liz was like no they like, got they just got like a thousand dollars worth of vodka and she still wanted more yeah which i was like that's kind of a bad look for maggie yeah um, and then, and then it's also like, well, if you want it that bad, I guess get it. But Liz is like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Liz and her boyfriend were like, we're going. Yeah. And then Maggie and they ended up getting the bottle mm-hmm. and Maggie and <laughs> Ryan and his make, make pretend friends. Bob, his friend Bobby <laughs> passes out at the table and everyone puts napkins on his head. And then it's like, it's just like a long montage of them just throwing napkins and trash everywhere. And then you just see Bobby getting lifted up by two security guards and like walked out of the club. My sister lives in Miami and uh, she got married there. And the night of her wedding, after the wedding, a few of us went out to like this Miami nightclub mm-hmm. and I pass out on the couch in the club. Did they take you out? Yeah, they made me leave. They will not allow that. When no. I used to go out and club in Chicago, that was like the ru- the one rule is you're not allowed to pass out. Yeah. I mean, it's smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah At but the was, time, I was like, what's the big deal? Like, live and let live. Yeah. I was like in a tux, though. And they were like, <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. Um, so I, I was, it was triggering. But yeah, they kick him out. And then Maggie, you just hear Maggie going, Bobby, Bobby, stop. Bobby, Bobby stop it bobby i was like shut up just go home what is so great about these guys yeah like your whole life revolves around like wrangling your wildebeest boyfriend and like all his friends why do they all travel in a pack like that i don't know i don't get it and how can they afford miami because ryan seems like a mooch maggie i think just has like a crazy trust fund yeah i think he's i mean her dad invented neon apparently but like I'm talk about like aggressive heterosexuality. Yeah. Hee hee. It's total hee It is. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? 
Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. So then we cut to Chantal and Spencer waking up. Spencer, she goes, I got home last night at 2 a.m. and Spencer was already passed out in my bed. (laughs) I love that for her. Mm -hmm. That's the best feeling like when you go out and then you come home to your SO and they're just like in bed waiting for you. And then you're just like feeling kind of silly. And then you're just like, "Mm." got the best of both worlds. (laughs) 
Chantal is also fully nude. Yeah, Spencer's so hot. He too. really is hot. He is just I bet a, he's a huge hot dick. boyfriend. Think he's a big dick. Or yeah. just knows how to use I it. I think it's just like probably a regular dick size. Yeah. But like that's great. Cause it's just like you'd be happy to be having sex with him. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be big. No. I'm not I'm not even saying like side it's not everything, obviously, but <laughs> I think he just knows how to use it. Yeah. That's the vibe I get. I just think it's like he is like he, he big, makes he me. He's B-I-E. Big intuitive energy. Yeah. He knows B-B-E, how to B-B-E. Big boyfriend energy. Yeah. Like he makes me want a boyfriend, but like want a Spencer. Yeah. Because it's just like floppy. It's kind of like, you know who he looks like is the guy on. um Search party. Yeah. Yeah. He reminds oh, yeah. me of the guy yeah. with the glasses who's just like the same so kind cute. of floppy boyfriend mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. And like funny and like gets you and like, yeah, kind of calls you out. But mm-hmm. like, it's not like a, you're not, they, they seem like they have a good relationship. Yeah. Weirdly. Chantal and Spencer, they've yeah. been together four years. Yeah. It it's works. a pretty long time. Yeah. It that's works like a, well. It's like a full long-term relationship. Yeah. They are LTR yeah. the fuck up. But now Spencer's married. Wow. To a woman that's not Chantal. She's off making like tomb music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a Greek temple. I love that. Um, Chantal goes, I have a burning headache. Like, <laughs> you know when you have a headache that burns? So we cut to, yeah. So Chantal's like writhing around the bed. She's fully nude. Over. She's giggling. She's like, he's going to go get me coffee. It's great. She's like, pour the coffee. Don't want it in that cup. It needs to be in a glass. Not styrofoam. And he's like, I hate you. Yeah. But he She's loves like, her stop. so much. He loves her. And I just wrote my notes. Say Spencer was there when Chantal got home. He's so hot. And then on the next page, it says Spencer hot. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer hot. Yeah. He like reduces your brain to like just cave woman. Spencer hot. <laughs> put a home waiting spencer home waiting spencer hot spencer hot home waiting asleep ready <laughs> i'm ai trying to like make sense of gallagher i'm literally just like a computer that you got fed gallery girls algorithm and then i spit out like the process the zeros and ones that come out to spencer hot <laughs> spencer hot spencer hot yeah, the algorithm. Two thousand one, a space odyssey <laughs> is just me as a computer going. Spencer, hot. Spencer, Spencer hot. Hot. Waiting. Bed. Uh, that's so funny. Amy's t- telling them that a thousand people are going to show up to their pop up. Yeah. <laughs> like no, like uh, no. Amy tells Angela. Like that's like the word on the street or whatever. Oh, yeah. like, when they're talking about yeah. it. They're like, Amy's saying like a thousand people will come. Do you even know a a thousand people is so many people? I know like six people. Yeah. I don't know without like... I've never seen... I don't think like a a group of a thousand people like coming through a party is like, no. Also, Simon said that he said that where they were in relation to... Because they they were promising art like through traffic. Yeah, the, the art walk. And he said that it was where they were was like far from the where we are there is no art but he said (laughs) he said where they were were in the area that they were in is actually far from the art basel festival so love that 
But I guess, but Wynwood is. It like looked a, like they were in like a bar district. I mean, Wynwood is an art district, but okay. like Art Basel's more, I think, like more south. Yeah. I think. Anyway, I don't know, but they were promising like that traffic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just a little food for thought. But so then we cut to Maggie is like so fucking hungover. She meets Liz. They they meet at like some, Maggie's the square sunglasses on. Her oh sunglasses God. are like. They just like morph to her head. Yeah. Maggie can like barely speak. I wrote Maggie's hangover is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I love like also she's like hot just sitting out in the sun. Yeah. And like pro- very hungry, I assume. Oh, it's that aching. It's that aching hunger where and it looked like they at their hotel. It was just like a fruit bar or uh-huh. like I was hoping for their sake. It was like a full breakfast buffet but I feel like it's like not even good hangover food that you really need if you're going to like feel better. So Liz is mad at Maggie because Ryan's friends caused a scene. Her friend complained to her that they didn't even tip. Liz, Liz is freaking out. She's yeah. not even mad. She's like fully lost it. But they didn't, they didn't tip, which, which is rude, really rude, but uh, for their bottle that they bought for themselves. Mm-hmm. But, and she's like, you know, recapping that they caused the scene, the friend had to be taken away, and Maggie's just kind of like, yeah, I'm really mad at Ryan right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, why are you dating this guy, basically? She says, how dare he? That kid is a creature, a commoner creature. He's disgusting. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I think she was talking about... Oh, she's talking about Bobby. But still, like... But still, it's like, damn. She's kind of talking about Ryan. Yeah. Cause, and Maggie, because she's like, you're associated with these people. And she's like, then... Like, yeah, basically talking about going Maggie. off. Like she would not let it go. She's wild. The she's so upset that the owner of Mokai is going to be very displeased. I was kind of like, also, it's like okay, I get well, it. You can like go back in and tip, or just go apologize. And also, or, like, like it's not that big of a deal. So not. I mean, Maggie is not. It's not like someone gotten like a brawl. No, and Mag. It's not Maggie. Like Maggie didn't do. Like Maggie can't control. Like you've seen those beasts, like they're beyond control. I think she. It felt like a very veiled. <laughs> she was kind of saying that about Maggie. Yeah, that Maggie was a com. Well, obviously, yeah, she was like. Or she's just being like you're disgusting for even being near these people. But she was calling her a commoner creature, basically. Yeah, and Liz Maggie, is so wild. She won't even hug her boyfriend when no. he leaves. She's like, I'm so mad. She's, mm. and it was just kind of like, get over it. You were. You were drinking too. Yeah. Like you drink vodka and you tell people you're in recovery. I'm sorry. No, that's like... Like you straight up drink like... You get bottle service. Mm-hmm. And drink vodka. You went out last night and to a club and had bottle service. And, and then had, invited a bunch of people there. Like that's what people do at a club with bottle service. They get fucked up. But stop holding... the. I think when you're in recovery, the worst thing you can do is like judge other people and be like... Like... Unless, obviously, like, I don't know. But I, I just don't think, like, holding your recovery against someone who's not in that place yeah. is the right move. No. And, like... Well, it's also not fair. And it's and presumptuous. It's, like, very and it's, like, hypocritical. It is. and Because I'm sure you acted like a wild, feral yes. creature when you were, like, on drugs, Liz. And then now you're, like, turning around and pointing a finger at someone else. It's just, like... Yeah. Have a little humility. Liz, put down your vodka drink. Yeah. And go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And like 
chill. I also hate when people say like this kid when they oh, like call that's this like, kid is yeah, like so it's, annoying. Like, so annoying. Yeah. This kid. This kid is like <laughs> he's not a commoner creature. He's just like a goober. Yeah, he's just like a bro. Who needs to grow up and like maybe don't come to Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm not defending him and he was he was out of control, but like don't it's not don't be mean to Maggie about it. Yeah. Maggie's got Maggie's, Maggie's got, got a enough lot of, a on lot her plate. Of problems, yeah. You need to be her friend right now and just be like, if if she was really that mad, she would have been like, hey, maybe Maggie is world weary. She is. Give her a break. She's carrying. You know that like the Atlas. Yeah, it's Maggie. That is Maggie. <laughs> just like the world on her shoulders. Yeah. But if she could have just been like, hey Maggie, why don't you tell Ryan to tell Bo- his friend to like. Can you can he like email my or text my friend and just apologize? Yeah, and like offer to pay for a tip. Yeah, just make it right. I want you know my friend. I want I want to have a good relationship with. She could have explained it nicer instead of being like common or creature trash. Yeah, that's just like how she feels about herself yeah. and her own shame for her own behavior when she was struggling. Look, I've uh, yeah, I have moments like I've been out and I'm like I see like drunk people and I got like I'm like ugh, but like. Yeah. I've been a fucking mess. Like, I've been a shit show. I've been the person that people come up to at parties and they're like, you okay? You okay, Claude? Mm. To me. You okay, Care? Like, I've been that. And like, you have to have some empathy and that's part of growing. And Mm -hmm. like, Liz, she does talk about recovery. So like, I'm not being like judgmental about her program. I don't know what kind of program she works. Not my business. Not saying any, any kind of program is better than the other. I'm just saying she needs to get if you're telling people that you're in this space then using your own you know whatever got you to this better place against someone who's like not in the same place as you i just think is bullshit yeah that's all i'm gonna say that's sorry i'm getting no you're heated no it just it it really annoys me it is it is hypocritical and rub me the wrong way good i'll tell you that i'll tell you that much i lost any sort of like boner I had for Liz by now in the season is gone. I lost it like my affinity for her when she was when she was like berating her like Asian class yeah. member. Yeah, that was like it was pretty much gone then too. Yeah, that was bad. But now this is like the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. Ugh, give me Amy any day. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Amy, <laughs> she's setting up the whole scene. She and- goes, "It's a beautiful tent." It's a beautiful tent. That's, <laughs> this is a beautiful tent, Amy to Angela. Angela comes over to check it out to bring over her prints. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she says after seeing, she goes, where's my wall that you promised? You promised me a wall. And then Amy's like, it's right over there. He's literally building it. And Amy has a construction worker building a wall. And Angela goes, oh, okay. That's what made me think like, I don't know. Me a little sus of her. Yeah, I just the, she's like, like the the idea. The lack of, her, of like, gratitude is shocking. She goes, "Oh, where's my wall? You said I was gonna have." A wall. It's like, it's like, are uh, you fucking kidding me? This woman, this she just shelved out two has grand gone for you out of her way to give you two thousand dollars to show your TBD photographs. He's building a fucking wall. She's having someone build a wall. And Angela doesn't even thank her. Four pictures and you can't even say thank you. Where's my wall? (laughs) I was told there'd be a wall. And Amy's like, oh, well. 
there's a man over there. <laughs> there's <laughs> a man over there. You see him? He's They'll come in from the streets. I'll, the hammer. I'm telling you, the crowds you'll see tonight will blow your mind. You'll never see anything like it in your life. A thousand people will show thousand up. Thousands will be Baba. like Times Square in the middle of Wynwood. Amy goes, Sharon may have fired me, but I'm better for it. <laughs> I was like, mm, but I'm better so for fast. it. No, you're not. No, Sharon, you got fired from an internship and then you bled out 2K for girls that for a group of friends that don't are like actively you. plotting hate, against you, hate you and make fun of you. But when the cameras are rolling, it was pretty bleak. Um, I can't. <laughs> I wrote, fuck the EOC girls. Amy went above and beyond. Chantel is utter hell. <laughs> Angela and Spencer are meant to be. <laughs> Those are my notes. I like that. That's a good poem. Yeah. Fuck the EOC girls. Amy went above and beyond. Chantel is utter hell. <laughs> Dispatches. Dispatches from the gallery ghouls. Dispatches. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon may have fired me, but I'm better for it. Uh, Wrong again. <laughs> So we cut to Carrie. Oh, I I I, was, I like black this out. Boring. She's like managing the Mister Brainwash event, yeah. which I was like, lol, because I think this was before that documentary, Meet Me in the Gift sh- or Through the Gift Shop, Exit through, through the Gift Shop came out. Wait, was he in that? Yeah, it's like all about how he's like a fake artist. Oh. Like he basically. I thought that was about Banksy. It was, but then it ends up being about Mr. Brainwash and how he like tricked people into like thinking he was an artist. Whoa. But basically he like, he's like kind of the ultimate like scammer because it be, he just like, I think through a series of hype and like not real talent, but just like hype, if I'm remembering correctly, by the end, you're just like, damn, this guy just like fooled us all. His art was. It's terrible. Not good. It's hideously ugly and carrie's like yeah he just brings you back to like your a place of nostalgia i, I was like, like my childhood didn't look anything like this fucking piece of no, shit art it's like colonel sanders in a cage yeah like i don't relate Mm-mm. <laughs> i certainly don't uh so then we cut back to the the, the, pop-up. the pop-up shop <laughs> it's the, the eoc I mean, girls are finally setting out their wares on the table mm-hmm. And like settling in. Chantal is pissed. She's got a glass of. They're all drinking wine. Mm-hmm. They're like. And then Angela goes, No one's here. <laughs> and Chantal goes, I kind of hope zero people come. It would be hilarious. You can tell she's like looking at Claudia. Because basically the whole deal is if no one comes it's, and the pop up is a failure, Chantal fault. gets to be right and it's Claudia's fault. She's excited. Because Chantal's made it very clear that she doesn't want to be here, but she's just doing it because like Amy's paying for it. Yeah. But now she's in the mode where, and I've done this to people where you just make like snide remarks without like actually saying what you want to say, uh-huh. which is like, I hate this. I hate that I'm here right now. Or like being I like hate being with next to you. Yeah. Or just being like, you know what? I got to go. Yeah. Like I can't be here right now. And like, good luck with everything. No, but that's not Chantal. No, Chantal just says like, I knew it would be like, I knew it would be embarrassing, but I didn't think it would be like this. You know what I mean? Like she'll say that to someone within earshot of Claudia so that Claudia can feel (laughs) extra stupid. It's mutually assured destruction. It's so I'm going to hell and you're coming with me. Yeah. And I know when I'm in the moment doing that, I'm like, you need to stop. Like this is actually like evil of you, 
But then there's something really fun about being that mean. You can't help yourself. I can't help myself. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's like if they were in a, a burning building together, mm-hmm. Chantal, and Chantal had an exit that she could get out easily, she would stay just to watch Claudia and yeah. be like, this is really bad. She'd be like, it's hot in here. <laughs> and so you look so sweaty. You're really sweating a lot. You're really sweating. My dress is catching on fire. My flesh is burning. <laughs> this is so sad. Chantal, um, like in earshot of Claudia, she goes, yeah, it's totally sad. Like about the pop-up. I'm <laughs> like, also, this is your business. That's, I know. That's part of it too, which I will, that's always when I'm in a Chantal mode, it has something to do like with me. With me. Yeah. It's something that I should be happy about or like getting on board about. But instead, I'm ready to just do a psychological takedown. You're going to just, like, neg your way, like, to hell. Yeah. And, like... Slowly chip away at someone else's self-esteem yeah. through, like, third-party negs. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in a while, but when I've Oh, I think in, everyone's done that. Yeah. You're just, like, you're pissed. You're, you're, you're pissed. You want someone to know how pissed you are, but you don't want to just, like, actively communicate that. Mm-hmm. And it's way funner and better to do it by just, like, doing it in earshot and making them feel small. My favorite part was the sound of the fans of the tent <laughs> because it was so loud. Uh, yeah, they're just sitting there. They're, like, Cl- Claudia or Chantal's in the corner just, like, She's being so folded. negative She's like folded in half yeah. at a certain point <laughs> she's like the woman in like the magic show who gets cut in half mm-hmm. spencer has like one part of her body that way and the other part that way and she's just with a with a glass of shard just being like just i hate like this hating her life um and then finally amy gets <laughs> on the corner of the street amy with a glass of wine in hand takes to the street literally pushing people into the into the restaurant space she goes there's free drinks there's art it's to the right check it out and then people randos start coming in yeah because anything like if amy comes up to you like wild-eyed and telling you to do something you kind of have no choice but to obey yeah i'd be like hell yeah um there's no real downside no they come in and they're like oh wow people are here and then claudia's like uh these people are like the like street people basically she's like they're like riff i'm like claudia oh yeah she's like she's sent in a lot of people but mostly riffraff and it's just like and she's like i saw some people wearing flip-flops i'm like they probably they have money that they can put into your tourists that are here into your wallet yeah you can pretend that you're at these are a lot of these tourists are from not america and you can pretend that you're famous and get them to buy your art your shitty shitty stuff also like the cheapest they like their price points are like 165 dollars yeah. for like their weird craft store jewelry i was like you're selling like really expensive shit for being true nobodies and cl- like an unclear pop-up amy's literally taking people and and like we're going together we're gonna go in together and she's like linking arms bringing people in and they're like she's corralled literally she corralled like a hundred people and they're mad claudia's like disappointed she's like i thought like there'd be amy promised us like the art walk crowd and like this is not it i'm like it doesn't matter these people will buy your heinous jewelry who do you loathe more claudia or chantal chantal at this point yeah claudia is claudia from because chantal is like aware of her 
wickedness. Mm-hmm. Her Claudia is like, she fronts as like this real, like she knows the real, it's like, you don't like having money. That's what, that's what, like, at the end of the day, you want to destroy yourself. Yeah. And you don't want to succeed. And you're sabotaging yourself. Mm-hmm. This girl, your fr- Amy, this woman, is on the street with a glass of wine, corralling people into your pop-up shop that no one has heard of because you didn't advertise it. Yeah. You expected her to do everything. And now you're upset because some people are wearing flip-flops? It's just like Claudia has this like sorry i'm getting this like actually made me like no angry. it made me really mad too because her sense of like entitlement over this entire thing is like oh if i just like p- get my parents to put a bunch of money in it like it'll just work <coughs> itself out yeah and that's not how life works it's insane. And like her whole approach is just like being like these aren't the people i want being like yeah having people tee up opportunities for her but then being like it's like hard or it's not what i want it it's like she does that over and over these are her parents then with like suck lord then and it's just like what's your damage yeah um we angela is wearing glasses and like a like a madame blanc like yeah coat (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and she she you just hear her going yeah, the photos are inspired by moroseness and cinema. <laughs> also, you think later that she would have goes, gotten like a new spiel or like yeah. crafted it to be like a little more engaging. She goes later the night. She goes so. She goes. You know, I didn't sell anything again, but I got to put my name out there. She's had two like, events now. No shit, now. you didn't sell anything. Not you one. Hauled of- down these like cardboard cutouts that you price at like five hundred a pop. And you can't even get like a good, you like can't even sell them well. She hasn't sold one thing. I love um, that Jane Holzer shows I up. Know. I wrote Queen Jane. <laughs> she just buys. She, she buys a ton of stuff. That's like the only money they made in like six, yeah. three months. She just buys a bunch of the jewelry. And they probably broke even or still ended up in debt because they had to haul all that shit down to Miami. Yeah. And then by the end of the night, they're all cheersing Amy, who's holding a giant beer. <laughs> Some mug. God bless Amy. I love Amy. Like, that's a very specific... <clears throat> like, the way she drinks is, like, go hard on one thing all night and then switch to beer. Like Beer. Later. It's like Dorian's all over again. Yeah. The switching to beer move is a true move that a lot of people do, but I, like, can't understand I it. I used to, but I can't even do that anymore. Like, I actually, like, can't really drink beer. I used to love beer. Mm. Um, Another time. Uh, Dang, Angela didn't sell any art at the (laughs) (laughs) pop-up. Damn. Two out of two. Better luck next time, I guess. Zero two. Yeah. Um, Maybe take some more photos instead of eight photos. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my wall? Where's my wall? You promised me a wall. I love that the literal man was hired to build a wall. Like... Someone had to erect a wall out of scratch. They got lucky. Trees were cut down so that they could be pounded together and a wall would be erected so that Angela could hang her shitty photos. <laughs> yeah, they they just they came that some magical thinking paid off. They were like <laughs> They secreted that pop up. They literally got to Miami and were like, I guess we'll just like wait till someone offers to pay for us to have a pop-up shop. And then literally someone paid $2000 for them to have a pop-up shop. Yeah. 
Don't I love they're like if the pop up Chantal's like if it happens, it happens. Great. The universe delivered. It did. So then we cut to they're at the brainwash Mr. Brainwash event. We can we talk about Amy's Mrs. Maisel outfit though. I know. She really she did like a separate look. She did. It was um mr brainwash is claudia's favorite artist yeah claudia goes he's my favorite artist i was like that explains everything yeah angela starts taking photos like behind the lot like she's at an event she just suddenly becomes an event photographer i can't i couldn't decide if she was hired to work this event or if she just loves i think she just Pop she loves like photo- event photography. Yeah, um, it's not very morose there, though. No, but she can find the moroseness at Mr. Brainwash. Um, and then Claudia and Angela go on the hunt for some cock. <laughs> Claudia's <laughs> like, I need to like stop hanging out with gay guys and just like try to go for some dick. And then the first hot guy she talks to, they're like, "We're gay." <laughs> Angela goes, "You're gay. Fuck off." <laughs> She was, oh, fuck off. Oh, fuck off. I loved that. <laughs> Angela got me back with that move. I wrote, nevertheless, she persisted. <laughs> and then they even said that. Yeah. At one point, they were like, well, we had to persist. <laughs> and and then, then Angela does go home with someone hot. She was home with a really fucking hot model with, like, the most insane body who's totally straight. Yeah. They, like, make him lift up his shirt and they're like, mm-hmm, on his ass. But also, Angela's gorgeous. Yeah. Like, she... It's, she it's like ah, oh, it's hard for me. It's like stop. Like, the- <laughs> is it really? I don't think it is. Also, wait. If she did have a boyfriend during this time, it must have been for the for the cameras. The he seemed kind of gay to me. Yeah. Oh, Maggie and Ryan. Then the next day are like sunbathing. And well, first we, I just want to say. <laughs> oh no! What is it? Uh, Liz. And Amy are talking, and Liz goes, I can't stop thinking about how fabulous her boobs are to Liz at the brainwash party. Oh, yeah. And Liz just smiles at her. Mm-hmm. It's like, Amy, just stop. Give it up. And then Amy goes, right now, I feel really happy because Liz is just really mad at Maggie, so she's being really nice to me. I was like, mm-hmm. been there. I know. Um, I see myself in Amy sometimes. Yeah. Like, former self. We've all been Amy at one point or another. Mm-hmm. She's very, like, representative, I think, of, like, insecurity that you can feel in your, like, 20s, post-college. Not accepting that not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. And being like, everyone has to like me! And not knowing what your own boundaries are, so you just kind of, like, go along with whatever. (laughs) I don't... I'm not jealous of any of them. Nevertheless, she persisted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. nevertheless she did persist she did so then we go we cut to liz liz and bobby her and bobby boyfriend maggie and ryan are sunbathing and like talking about trees yeah maggie's like there's so many trees here i was like how much pot are you smoking? <laughs> ryan was like there are actually more trees in like upstate, upstate new, new york well, upstate there's a lot of trees he also she had a, i think a tattoo i think he had a tattoo of new york he State. had a tattoo of louisiana oh louisiana i, I thought it was i thought it was new york state it looked like louisiana maybe i don't know probably readers weigh in what was it let us know um so then liz and bobby join them and then liz just starts going off on ryan liz sits down 
says nothing to Maggie or Ryan, like walks past them with their sunglasses on and sits in like a chair farthest away from them. And then no one says anything. And then Liz goes, I'm actually ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, Liz, you're wilding. Ryan is. And Ryan goes, I will go tip him. The yeah. bar, the club is open until 11. Like I'll go later and tip him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Liz, I'm getting in a lot of trouble for that. <clears throat> And my like, name in Miami is being tarnished. She's like, yeah, like she can't forget about it. No. It's the thing. She's never been so mad in her life. She's just a narcissist. Yeah. I love, I'm actually ready to go. I'm leaving. That's a power move. Mm-hmm. Sitting down, not saying a thing, and then telling your boyfriend you're actually ready to go. And at one point he's like, you, "It's. I think we should let it go. He goes, just give him a chance to make it right. Yeah. Bobby gets it. I love Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bobby's hot. Bobby is not. I'm I'm into him. You're into him. I love that. He's kind of a muscly yeah, guy. He's nice. He's like a meathead. Mm-hmm. He's sensitive. He's a sensitive meathead. He seems Italian, which I do like. He gives me a bit of a Sopranos vibe. He's like a sensitive meat column. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we cut to this weird moment of the next morning post EOC pop up. They're celebrating, I guess. Yeah. And Angelus and Spencer are rolling around in bed together. With Chantal. Well, you think that's just them, and then all of a sudden Chantal just <laughs> peeks her little head out, and it's like, oh, like threesome vibe? Yeah. And like, what like, are you guys doing? Angela goes, I can never be in bed with you guys ever again, and then she just leaves and goes back to New York. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what was happening. Chantal's torturing Spencer. Yeah. She's like, you can Chantal roll. was like, I just knew he's always had. Well, Chantal goes, Angela, Spencer has a crush on Angela. Angela has a crush on me. I'm just talking up Spencer's crush on her to his Asian fetish. Like brings it up again. And then they're like TBD making out rolling around. Did Chantal and Angela fuck? I don't know. Maybe. I didn't get that Angela was like obsessed with Chantal. Maybe Chantal was like, only I can fuck her, Spencer, and you're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. I love that power move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably what happened. We'll never know what happened under the covers. Mm-mm. So when we cut to Amy's A abode, far more wholesome scene. Yeah. The Polyakov's house. It's like a beautiful, they're beautiful Miami manor. She's playing football in the backyard with the brothers. She's throwing the ball around with Dylan. She goes... Don't throw that ball. You're like a quarterback. <laughs> She's a linebacker. She's a linebacker. The, the youngest is like... Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Linebackers don't throw. The best is too... Like, the role she takes on is like... I was happy to see her with her brothers because she's like... Maternal. You know, she's maternal and happy. Yeah. And she's like... Take yeah, like the mom role where she's like, at least someone loves me. Like I have, he's my favorite or something like yeah. that. Like joking around, and I was like, oh, that's cute. They're they're nice to her. The brothers, they probably adore her. They're sweet. Yeah, and like she's the older sister. I think I think what is the reason why Amy doesn't mix well is because she's from she has like a loving family. Yeah, and and like she's her parents love her and like she loves her siblings yeah. and like. I think she's clashing with all them because she has like unconditional love. Yeah, that actually tracks. And they're all just like, she's so annoying. And it's just like, no, she's like a kind person, like grows up, like has a warm, kind, loving family. Her brothers seem genuinely like sweeties and like they really like each other and like to all hang out together. 
Did, they must be her like from another marriage. You think they're, so? They're pretty young. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless the mom had her when she was really young. She's like a good She's 25. Years. Then the other brother is like, she has one brother that's graduating high school or something. She has a brother who's like 20. And then she has like those two little brothers. Maybe it's from a, maybe they're just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they were older than they looked. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so I love this moment though, because Amy's world comes crashing down. Well, I love when her dad is like looking for her all over the house and she's hiding. <laughs> he goes, I want to talk to your sister. Where is she? Where's Amy? Where's Amy? And you just don't hear. She's like hiding from him. Yeah. I've been there before. She <laughs> does not want to talk to daddy. <laughs> and then finally he corrals her into his, his den and he basically is like, we sold the New York place, so you got to leave in, in two weeks. In two weeks. And you can tell it's the first time she's ever heard this, because she honestly like is she's dumbfounded. Yeah. She's like, she's uh, like uh, what she had told me. And he's like, well, she, are you going to be, do you, are you confident in your ability to get like a job in the art world <clears throat> to support yourself? And she's like, she's like. What I love about the art world is the adventure. And I've been able to have a lot of adventures. And, and he he's goes, like... He goes, art puzzle is over. Yeah. That he goes, was I'm, the line. I'm not talking about an adventure. I'm talking about a job, a paycheck. And he also says, the internship is over. Yeah. And I think he meant... <laughs> you were fine. We all know. You were interning for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am your... Your internship is me paying for you. Yeah. I've had that, like... I've had that talk where like your parents want to talk to you about something serious and you're mm-hmm. just avoiding it. And yeah. You're just like, oh, I got to go over here. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm late. <laughs> I got to oh, run. Yeah. I'll see you later. We'll circle back to this. Thanks, pops. She, but she, she, she basically says like, oh, pops. And they, she just like laughs. She laughs. But then he's like, no. And then she's like, uh. like, <laughs> she's just like, mm. she's just like pointing at him like, dad. Dad. Like, two weeks you literally are gonna have to move out he was he wasn't he laid down the law he's a doctor mm-hmm. she goes my father's a doctor he works really hard she's like i i do get it he's a doctor he works hard i wrote the internship is over quoted steve polyakov slash god <laughs> the firm hand of justice has mm-hmm. come down on little old amy i wonder if this is when she moved back to miami maybe I don't blame her. No, it seems like a good move. Her joy is at home. Yeah, and it's warm there. She has brothers who love her, and she's probably has friends there that are like a community. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Carrie talks to her boss. Like, I, I'm so. The old, I said the most compelling thing about the scene was they're meeting in like an outdoor courtyard of their hotel, and there's a loud car horn going off. Yeah, I heard that too, and, <laughs> and I was like, "What is that?" Like, I, I got really excited at that moment. And I, I said that was the most compelling thing about her storyline this season. Yeah, I just wrote Carrie and Tony meet. Blah. <laughs> Sorry, it's just not exciting. She's probably really nice. She's really nice. I get like she has a great vibe, but just like not the kind of vibe that is like what you want to watch on a reality no, television she program. Shouldn't, she shouldn't be on this. No. Um, Maggie and Liz meet at Birch oh, Coffee back in New York. That's Caroline Calloway's favorite spot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it? Birch. Yeah. She's oh, always shit. going to Birch. In the West Village. Mm-hmm. She gets it every day. Maggie's upstairs waiting and then Liz comes in and she's looks like she's about to cry. Yeah. Liz, like something about whatever happened at Mokai has triggered like way more things. Is, did something happen that we didn't see maybe? I think that 
Liz, it, all this like energy is displaced emotions yeah, that she really dad. has about herself and her own shame and embarrassment of her actions when she was like really fucked up. That's like coming out on, yeah, on the Maggie and Ryan situation. Yeah, she needs. She needs to. It's a therapy time. Yeah. If something's bothering you that much where you can't stop talking about it, you should talk to to your therapist about it. Yeah, this actually made me feel bad for her a little. <clears throat> yeah, I was just like, you're you're not thriving right now, Liz. No, you could be. You could be, you easily. All, you have all the resources Every to ingredient is there for you to make a Thrive cake. But instead... A tiramisu of Thrive. Yeah, a true, like, seven-layer cake. Late, what's that? Tiramisu. Tiramisu, yeah, but then there's like seven layer cake. Leche. Oh, dos. Uh, trace leches. Trace leches. Yeah, you could have a trace leches, leches of thrive, of total thrive, deliciousness, and you're choosing to like wallow in like mochai drama. Just trauma, just, just yeah, self self sabotage. But yeah. she basically is like your boy. I think your boyfriend's beneath you. Mm-hmm. And you should. She goes to Maggie. I think you should be looking for guys that will like fulfill you. And Maggie goes, "But why though?" <laughs> That's so Maggie. And Liz is like, "Why though?" And then Liz is like, "I gotta go." <laughs> Liz like walks into oncoming traffic. She's like the kind of girl that would just be like walk into oncoming traffic so she can just like get laid up at Cedars for a while and mm-hmm. like heal. You know? Yeah. She's like, I gotta go to like what's the what's the cedars of New York? Uh, not Beth Mount Israel, Sinai? Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really nice. Mm-hmm. Just chill. Yeah, just gotta go to Mount Sinai, Get take my, a load off that nice suite that Emily Blunt goes to in the Devil Wears Prada when she breaks her leg with mm-hmm. like a view of the city. Gorgeous, Fucking a great gorgeous. place to recover from a terrible bottle service night and a terrible coffee meeting. Oh my god, no. The most harrowing moment this season is saved for the last five minutes. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there something else? No, I was just like, Liz says Ryan's a cheap ass. (laughs) I love, too, she brings up this conversation, and then as it's just getting good, she goes, whatever, I'm over talking about this, obviously. And it's like, no, you're you're not, not. because you literally came here to talk about this. You've told, like, the person who does your nails about it yeah like you tell you've made it you're it. like aim status you wrote it in skywriting over new york yeah the entire <laughs> the like, entire it's like thing. the star wars scrawl <laughs> like just like <laughs> over manhattan everyone's like looking at it and she it's like, hired 80 jets yeah. to just do like the like thing so that it all a huge paragraph of skywriting but by the time you're done reading it like you go back to re- but it's all like it's becoming like cloud away. and you're yeah. like wait what, what what was that about bobby <laughs> something mokai what's mokai she's like fuck it fire him up again is that a coffee <laughs> is that a coffee shop <clears throat> Oh, God. I love bringing up a problem and then going, whatever, I'm over talking about this. It's like when Serena Vanderwoodson would be like apologizing to someone and go, you really need to think about that. (laughs) She would go, and I'm sorry, but you really need to think about that and then walk away before they could say anything. I love it. So like she would go to apologize to them and then making them feel like they did something wrong. Yeah. That's one of my favorite moves. 
the, and by favorite i mean least favorite don't do it don't fucking do it to don't me. fucking do it so then we cut to the end claudia is gets okay claudia is smoking smoking in a, cigarette a store which with is art like, and clothes yeah with art she's smoking a cig in her gallery yeah that she her store her yeah. place of business like people are gonna come in there and then Leave. buy like a sweater that smells like your dirty cigarettes like no claudia no people are gonna come in and go oh it smells like cigarettes in here and leave yeah like i'm a smoker that's rule number one smoke. is like don't smoke around the merch i'm a smoker and when i go into like a place that smells like i'm like disgusting. you know not even smokers want to enter like a smoking no. area like i'm ashamed of it no i'm not actually ashamed of it but like i'm the last thing i want to do is like be in a store that smells like cigs no <laughs> I was like, what? It was, I was actually, she was on, she was on one. She was on one. She goes, things in the gallery have not picked up. In fact, they've gotten worse. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, it's such a sad voice. She opens a con, okay, she's opening a con ed bill for the store with, while holding her cigarette. Final notice. She's like, do you ever see, I know who killed me. Do you remember the scene when Lindsay's sewing her finger back on? <laughs> and she goes, she's about to go on and do her like dance, her at the strip club, and she's smoking a cigarette and she goes, oh shit, and her finger falls off because it's being like voodooed off, and she goes, oh shit, and she puts her cigarette in one in, in her mouth and she's sewing her finger back together. That reminded me of Claudia opening this Con Ed bill. That is a very it's a deep cut, but it's, it's a deep cut. But yeah, if anyone remembers that movie besides us, oh do you know what I'm talking about? I actually don't because I scene where she just goes, <clears throat> oh shit, and she's. How does her? Why does her finger fall because off? Because she's psychically linked to her twin. Oh yeah, and her twin is being her twin's being killed. So every time that something happens to the twin, it happens to Lindsay. <laughs> her twin gets her leg cut off, and then Lindsay gets a leg cut, and then she gets a bionic leg. And the, the doctor goes, "Don't." She goes, "Don't forget to battery power it, <laughs> or don't forget to charge it." God, the Federation would be proud. <laughs> it would be. That movie was wild. Um, that movie might have been like. <laughs> funded by the federation it was funded i know who killed me they support me they support they support my heart my endeavors um but claudia's so of course she calls her mom she calls her mom and i think she's doing a call for money i know like when you know when you called your parents to like you want money but you're too ashamed to ask for it you like go with this meandering story so you just are like really down and out and sad and just like are waiting for them to be like do you want some money which like no one in their right mind is gonna ever do for you like if someone called me the last thing i would do is be like do you want like five hundred dollars like that's not happening she calls her mom and she goes our our electricity bill is so big and we haven't it's more money than we made in like a month. And the mom goes, well, that's what happens when you have a store that like a business that you just start, Claudia. Yeah. And she's like, I know. But we have no money. We have no money. But I'm also like, you do have like $200 to your name. (laughs) She carries around a Balenciaga. Yeah. I, it's, it was, I'm like, hun, go like pawn that off. Like, 
Yeah. You got to learn how to get scrappy. Move into the store. When I've get when I've gone broke, I've gotten very resourceful. She should move into like a closet in the store and like save money for like Yeah, six move months. into the hallway. Yeah. Do whatever it takes if you're so passionate about having your gallery in your store. She's clearly not that passionate. She's if I was selling my art in that store and I saw you're that selling she was, art for seventy five hundred dollars and just like chiefing cigs. If I saw it. that, I would be like, "I'm taking my art back, and you're going to pay me yeah. for the damage you did to my art." Because mm-hmm. that's damaging the art. Yeah, that was wild cool. to me that she was smoking a cigarette in a boutique. Yeah, it was crazy. And then she's yeah she. <laughs> Her mom just kind of is like basically Her mom like, goes, well, you really got to get the name out there. Like no one knows about your store. Why don't you go out to dinner with some 30 somethings? You got to get the 30 somethings in there. And then Claudia just goes, oh, no, her mom goes, well, you need to stir something up. <laughs> you need to stir it up. She's right. It's great advice. She's like, thanks. And then she goes, yeah, I need to, I need <coughs> to have dinner with the 30 something women. And her mom's like, yeah. Claudia's not gonna ever have a dinner with the 30 something women we caught her on a weird uh, that was a weird moment it was a weird moment also when she goes after she's things in the gallery have not picked up and things gone from bad to worse she goes Chantal left pound and went to Paris for a weekend with Spencer (laughs) and then got really really sick so Chantal's just gone Chantal got like she got like Jules she did get mono. jewels like Euro Mono. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love like a weekend to Paris with Got, Spencer. And then getting strep. Yeah. And then getting like flattened out with disease. <laughs> I thought of I thought of Jules Mono when that came up. Ugh. She got room service and like was having the time of her life. And then the third day she was there, she was like Ugh. Yeah, fully contagioned. That's the worst. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> Oh my god. Mm, prayers for Chantal. So Chantal's like off the end of century radar and now it's just like Claudia in the midst of like an Adderall. Where's binge. Laura? Who Laura. knows? Lara's like gone. Lara is She is no longer like in this show, I guess. Yeah, she was like I've had enough. She slowly like fades away into the ether. Yeah. And then it's just Claudia who can't even bear to step outside and <laughs> smoke. She just is like chaining cigs in the store. It was yeah, it was very like You know you're on too much Adderall when you're smoking cigs inside. Yeah. When you're just like, fuck it, I need it. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Same. It ain't pretty. Well, what is pretty is the show. Is Amy still your fave? Yeah. Yeah. But Chantal is actually slowly rising. Chantal I'm repulsed by her, her behavior, but I'm I'm She's iconic, though. She's iconic, and she's honest about who she is, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. The other ones are all like, but Amy and Chantal, I think, are my favorites. Yeah, they're the standout duo of the bunch. I wish that they would have a spinoff, like Road. They need to have like a Road Buddy. Oh my god! Show that would be really good. Mm-hmm. That's the oddest pair you can think of. It's a true odd couple. It would be so compelling. I feel like. Amy, I don't even think Chantal could break Amy. I think it would be the other way around. I think Amy could break Chantal. I think Amy would convince Chantal to rob a bank. Mm-hmm. Chantal would like <coughs> get swept up in Amy. Yeah. And I just think Amy like always being around being like, hey, what's up? What are you thinking? 
what do you want to do today? Like <laughs> it would finally like get to Chantal. Like she would just have to succumb to that energy. Yeah. Fuck. Cause like Amy kind of doesn't understand like the jabs that Chantal does. No. Like those third person jabs, they go right over Amy's head. <laughs> they fly right over her blowout. Ugh. Ugh, these two. God, next week, the end, the end of an era. Yeah, we'll we'll have something else up our sleeve. We'll have something else up our sleeve. We'll get we'll put our heads together and come we'll up with put them. our heads together. Thank you so much for being my guest. Oh my god, I'm. This has been so fun. I'm, I, this is the joy of my life. We to pod with you. Oh my god, me too. Um, everyone follow Carrie on Twitter and Instagram at ecario at Amy Polyakov. <laughs> I think that's how you say her name. Polyakov. I don't know. Polyakov. I've never tried to like learn any of the gallery girls' last names. Amy, it's Maggie Schaefer. Chantal Chadwick. Chantal Chadwick. What a name. Angela Fom. Liz Margulies. Liz Margulies. And. Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> but yeah, well, we have a doozy of a finale for you. So. A doozy of a finale. Get ready. Get ready. Buckle up. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.